This is episode 29, Why Leap Year Matters. Welcome to Why Blank Matters, where we explore how small topics have big impacts. I'm your host, Kendra Clark. And I'm your host, Amber Williams. Hey, Amber. Yes, Kendra. What's a frog's favorite time of year? Um, Leap day. Uh... Want another one? Sure. What do athletes wear on leap day? Mm, I don't know. Jumpsuits. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So today we are talking about jumping into leap day. Jumping into leap day. Uh, God, I'm lame. We're a month early. We're exactly a month early. So yes. It's January 29th. So a month from now, you will have an extra day for your year. And four days ago was the Chinese New Year. So uh, that's going to come up later. Yeah. And so we have leap year and I might wonder why, why do we add an extra, extra day to the year? Every four years, roughly. Right. Um, and part of that is because the way time and calendars have traditionally been made is by the Earth's movement around the sun. And they had to add an extra day to make sure that the calendar stayed in line with that movement. Because it takes Earth 365.242 days to orbit the sun. So you have this point two four two. Which is almost a quarter of a day. But not quite. Yes. (laughs) So you have this extra time that slowly as it builds up, you end up with extra days that aren't accounted for. Right. And uh, the Egyptians were the first people to really realize the need for this. Um, They didn't really do much about it. (laughs) (laughs) But they, they noticed it. Okay. It wasn't until, it was really Julius Caesar who was the first one to implement it. And... He had the Roman calendar to kind of build off of. And the Roman calendar had 355 days. It was 10 days short. 10 days shorter. And it maintained seasons by adding a 22 or 23 day month every (laughs) second year. And another oddity of the Roman calendar is that the days, or the months, I'm sorry, pretty much consisted of odd amounts of days. So it, it... Went back and forth between 29 and 31. And February was the oddball with 28 days. And so even numbers were considered bad luck in the Roman culture during this time. So February was the unlucky month. And this is also the month that they reckon, that they would honor like ones that they had lost or noble people that, throughout their history that, that had died. So February is viewed as an unlucky month in the Roman calendar. Maybe that's why they made it so short. (laughs) But yeah, so all this obviously sounds very complicated because you have like these days, then every other year you have like a whole extra month. And Julius Caesar wanted to try to find a way to simplify this. So he met with his astronomer and they decided to add a day every four years. Because like I said, if Earth circulates 365.24, so almost an extra quarter of a day, then... Four quarters equals or equals one. So one day. Well, almost one. And then it overcorrects itself. So going back to the Gregorian calendar, you know, I truly believed before we started this episode that we just do a leap year every four years. Well, that's not the case because 
every hundred years. So that leap year overcorrects. And therefore we have to take a day out. And so, but every 400 years, we have to add another day back in. So um, 1700, 1800, and 1900 didn't have leap years. But 2000 did because that number was divisible by 400. Yeah, because basically Caesar's Caesar's calendar basically still left an annual surplus of 11 minutes. And what that meant was the calendar ends up drifting off by a whole day after 128 years. And by the 14th century, it had strayed at full 10 days. So it doesn't seem like 11 minutes doesn't seem like a lot, but it adds up. And so by 1570s, Pope Gregory the 13th knew that something had to be changed because the dates were off so much it made it really hard to figure out when they were supposed to be celebrating holidays, particularly Easter. Yes. And so in 1582, he instituted the Gregorian calendar, which added that rule where it's every four years, except four years, evenly divisible by 100, but not 400. And so your century years. And so a lot of implementing the Gregorian calendar did have to do with when they were celebrating Easter. And that was part of why they didn't necessarily get a lot of support for it initially. Some countries implemented it later. Yeah, so there were a lot of Protestant countries that didn't adopt the Gregorian calendar until 1775. And a lot of that was due to their suspicion of the Pope. Um, If you know anything about the history of the church, the Catholics and the Protestants didn't really get along and there were like wars and yes. fault and bloodshed. And so it's, it's understandable that they weren't necessarily <laughs> like, oh, yes, we will do as you say. Um, and the American colonies actually adopted it in 1752, but they had to skip 11 whole days to catch up to the Gregorian calendar, which seems crazy that you're like, somebody be like, oh, just so you know, um, be like, okay, so today's the second, but tomorrow's going to be the 12th. <laughs> so, or 13th. Some sources say that there were protests and riots, but then a, a lot of experts also speculate that that was probably over exaggerated. But I could see like how losing 10 days would be pretty upsetting in your calendar. Like, if all of a sudden we're 10 days forward, like, how do you pay your bills? How do you, do you is your rent still the same amount? Like, but you just lost 10 days. <laughs> And the Gregorian calendar is, like, used pretty much worldwide now, which is also known as, like, the Roman Catholic calendar. And it originally reckoned the the years as A.D., so Año Dominion, which is the year of our Lord, or B.C. before Christ. And so it became, like, a big thing of, like, why did this, like, super Christian calendar kind of overtake the entire world, even though not everyone in the world is Christian, obviously. And... Really, the biggest answer is because, one, the calendar spread around the world or through Christian colonization. So as European countries basically overtook other areas, um, they took the calendar with them. And the other thing was as international trade started to increase, it became convenient for everyone to use the same calendar. Like, can you imagine even something as simple as like trying to book a flight (laughs) and like you're in another country and they're on a whole nother different calendar system and they're not it's not even 2020 there it's like a whole nother year (laughs) (laughs) which is Uh, still the case in some countries not 
not everyone uses the Gregorian calendar, so. Yeah. Well, everybody uses a Gregorian calendar, but or most everybody. But there are a lot of countries that also use traditional calendars that are specific to their country or region. Um, especially when it comes to celebrating holidays and things like that. I think the, probably the most well-known is probably China. Mm-hmm. Um, like you always hear talk about Chinese New Year, which is usually like in late January, early February. And I never really understood why, but when we were doing this research, they were talking about how China had a leap year in 2015. <laughs> and we had one in 2016. But their leap years are like a month long, right? Yeah. Yeah, their, their system's really complicated. <laughs> um, but the Chinese calendar is what's considered a lunar solar calendar. So the Gregorian is looking mostly at how we rotate about the sun. But the Chinese calendar also looks at the phases of the moon. So months begin on the day of the new moon, which if you don't know what the new moon is, that's when it's like blacked out pretty much, like you can't see it. And years begin on the second or third new moon after the winter solstice. And so it's like a very different way of even building a calendar. And I think if I remember correctly, the year in according to the Chinese calendar right now is, yeah, so in China, uh, the year is... 4,718. It's kind of hard to think about. It is. It is. It is. Um, So it's a little bit higher than what we've got, you know, just just a little bit. But yes, but they use that traditional calendar, particularly to celebrate their, govern their holidays. So that's why their new year is not when our new year is. But there are other countries that have similar things as well. So you have South or North Korea, um, Or no, in 1997, they decided that one of the ways they wanted to stress their own independence was by adopting a slightly altered calendar. That was in 1997? Yeah. Oh, okay. And um, they decided to start this new calendar. So the first year of this new calendar began in 1912, which is the year that their first leader, Kim Tu-sung, was born. And so by that calendar, North Korea... The year is 109, 109. So you got 109 mm-hmm. on one end. You got 4,700 and something on the other end. <laughs> it's so a lot different. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that because Russia did something similar. So when the Soviets took over Russia uh, during the October Revolution of 1917, their goal was also to change the culture and society. And one of the things that they wanted to eliminate was the the perception that they needed to go to church on Sunday. So they changed the structure of their week and they made it so everyone had one day off a week, but uh, those days could all be different. So a fifth of the country was still working when you had your day off. And this wasn't super convenient if you wanted to spend time with your family, but you had a day off. So the whole point was to disrupt the culture and disrupt the religion. So North Korea is not isolated in this incident. Or in this instance of uh, changing a calendar for the sake of changing a culture. I think one of the more complex is in India. So they finally did create a unified national calendar of India in 1957. But there are still different nations and tribes that have their own calendars even outside. So now you have the Gregorian, you have the unified national calendar of India, and then you have these tribal calendars. And so some of them start their chronology from Krishna's death date, which is 3102 B.C., 
Um, others date it from Vikram's rise to power in the year 57. And then a third group go by the Buddhist calendar. They start their chronology from Buddha's date of death, which is 543 AD. So what you learn is that there are all these different years, <laughs> um, like all over. There's an article in 2018, and they're like, while the rest of us are celebrating 2018, in Thailand, they'll be ringing in the year 2,561. In Ethiopia, it'll be 2011. In Israel, it'll be 5778. And on and on. So, in the traditional calendars tend to, like, treat leap years in different ways. So, some are adding a day, some are adding a month, some, like... It varies so greatly, um, and it's it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, we, we were, like, outlining this episode, and we're like, wow, this just got a whole lot more complicated than either of us were intending, because we we're like, well, what year is it in this country? What year is it in that country? And I'm like, uh, I, I didn't account for any of this. Well, and two, I, I, particularly when I was looking at the Chinese calendar, like, there's so many rules as to like how it's converted and as i'm like reading over it i'm like i was like this is too much like my brain does not understand what is going on here i was trying to find oh because it's very complicated when they have a leap year and when they don't and what all the rules are because it can vary in days right yeah it can vary and especially when you're basing it off the moon because the moon has (laughs) cycles but there are variances like there's some like even there's some months where you have two full moons and so if you're basing it off the lunar cycle, maybe somebody else can explain this to us, what all this means. But they're like, the first leap month after a lunar month containing two solar center points is a fake leap month that must be removed. And there, if there are two leap months in a lunar <laughs> year, then the first leap month after the winter solstice is considered intercalary. Like, I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, with all of this being said, you know, last week's episode was about the Space Force and China making it to the moon. So, like, I could see why the moon would be really important to China just culturally, let alone, like, from a war standpoint. But, two, like, let's say they were to, like, hypothetically create nuclear weapons on the moon. What if they, like, knocked the moon out of alignment? How does, how does their calendar change now? But hopefully nobody knocks the moon out of alignment because that would get really messy for everyone. Which I think a lot of is because, like, the Gregorian and other calendars are based more on religious stuff. I mean, like, they're obviously science is played into it as well. The Chinese calendar is very specifically, like, science. So it's like, here's the sun, here's the moon. This is how we're creating our calendar. So that astrology is, like, really important. Or, or astronomy wrong word um <laughs> it's a common mix-up yeah but i mean but leap year does play a role a little bit in astrology because uh, astrologers Ooh. believe that people who are born on february 29th have unusual talents and Ooh. they believe that it's a day with significant power Ooh. so um <laughs> and like february 29th has a lot of like weird myths um and like traditions in fifth century ireland saint bridget complained to saint patrick about women having to wait for men to propose oh yes and there's a movie about this and uh, he finally gave in and set aside february 29th as the day that women would be allowed to propose (laughs) and queen margaret of scotland continued this tradition and she actually passed a law in 1288 saying that a woman could propose to any man she fancies and if the man refused, he would actually have to pay a fine. Oh, my goodness. Of either a kiss, silk dress, or a pair of gloves for the rejected ladies. Oh, well, so. that's not that great of a fine. And, uh, I mean, I think it was 
maybe Vice <clears throat> talked about how, like, a lot of these traditions are very sexist. So, like, in Aurora, <laughs> Illinois, up until, like, 1980, on February 29th, they would basically have all the different governmental officials step down and allow women to take their place for the day. And so it was, like, kind of like a – it was kind of a mockery. Oh, because, my goodness. Um, it would allow – they would deputize single women specifically – and allow them to arrest bachelors for a $4 fine. Um, but it was like the whole premise of like, oh, well, women can't actually run the government. But for this one day, you know, we'll let them play this around This one a day bit. every four and, uh, years. And, and the thing is, the things I tried to pass, and like, it was all like silliness and like craziness. Um, <laughs> but, it, uh, but yeah, so it was kind of. But there is a movie based off of the uh, proposing thing. I think it came out like 2010, 2011 time frame, maybe? Yeah. and Well, because I remember, I think his name's Matthew Goodman. I may be wrong. He's like the male character in the movie. Okay. And there was a quote where he said he knew it was going to be a terrible movie, but he wanted to be, it was going to be filmed close to home, and he just had, him and his wife had just had a new baby, so oh. it allowed him to be close to home. <laughs> uh, oh. But... Um, <laughs> What does it mean if you enlist into the military on February 29th? Because that's what I did. <laughs> they they told um, me after I enlisted it, they're like, oh, you might have some trouble getting paid because you enlisted on leap day. And I, I really wish they had told me that before because I really did have several administrative errors. And the only thing we could conclude was that it was because I enlisted on February 29th. Yeah. And, and those struggles are, like, real, especially for people who have birthdays on February 29th. Um, so people who are born on February 29th are con- considered leaplings. That's what they call it, leap day leaplings. babies. And the odds of being a leapling are 1 in 1,461, so they're not very high. I feel like that's a really scary name, like leaplings. Like, it feels like something out of... Um... It's like a goblin's child or something. Like you're gonna get me, or like a leech. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why the Scottish believe that being born on leap day was bad luck, and basically you were due for a life of um, hardship. Oh my goodness, (laughs) leapling! Um, A little leapling. One famous leap, because there was like different people that were listed, but the only one I knew who it was was actually Jarul, who our friend Sarah loves. (laughs) do you like Ja Rule? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but one of the things I've talked about is they've had a lot of, like, people who are born on Leap Day have a lot of issues with any kind of, like, registration or identification. Oh, no. Um, I can only imagine. It seems like my problem, but more exaggerated. Yes, very much so. Because Ugh. a lot of businesses and organizations don't have that date in their system. Uh, so some of the examples they gave was one lady tried to register for a sleep study and her birthday was rejected by the clinic's IT system. Um, the doc, the doctor that she went to had the correct date, but all the different testing centers had different dates. <laughs> um, sometimes they'll have issues, like invalid expiration dates on driver's license because if your license is good for five years like here in georgia your license expires on your birthday um like but if you're born on a leap year then five years from (laughs) leap like doesn't exist um 
They have, like, run into where some life insurance plans. Oh, no. Um, they use the pe- person's birthday rather than calcul- calculating the actual years of life. So it looks like you've only been alive 10 years versus 40 or whatever. <laughs> Did that give them a, a better insurance rate? <laughs> well, they they can't claim their life insurance. Oh. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. Um, I think one of the more interesting stories, because um, they talk about how, like, it's really hard to... Like, especially, like, significant milestones. So, like, quinceañeras, like, your 21st birthday are hard to celebrate if you don't actually have the day. Like, you have to choose when you're going to celebrate it. Um, But there was a story of one girl. She went to a bar for her 21st birthday, and the bouncer actually tore up her ID (gasps) saying that there wasn't a February 29th. Oh, my goodness. Now, she was reimbursed to replace her ID and given a free drink. But, I mean, like, they're really, uh, you know, there's really a lot of issues with having that birthday. Oh, my goodness. Um, And some women will try to either schedule a C-section or to get induced to try to avoid it. And they've even had in history. Because they don't want a leapling. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, And they've even had some doctors who would change the date to... Like March first or the twenty eighth, which is illegal. (laughs) Um, Like there was a story of one lady; she was like forty something years old, and she'd only found out like a few years prior that she was born on leap day because her birth certificate (gasps) said March first because that's what what the doctor changed it to. So okay, so I enlisted for six years on my first enlistment. So theoretically, that could have been a 24-year enlistment. So, but on my actual completion of my enlistment, which day do you think they let me, was I released technically from duty, I guess? The first? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a day extra instead of the 28th, which yeah. is fine. I, I stayed in, so it's like, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, but they said that, like, people who have leap day birthdays also have some like psychological turmoil because oh goodness um and they kind of like increased feelings of isolation and loneliness and even like small things like um when you were like in elementary school or even sometimes at some workplaces they'll have like a calendar with everybody's birthdays on there and like your birthday's <gasps> not oh, you on don't there get and you get left out and so just like simple things that most of us don't even think about that they are sometimes kind of left out of. I'm telling you, enlisting on February 29th made my life really difficult yes. for six years or in certain aspects. But to have that be your birthday, I can I can understand why uh, they'd have some inner turmoil about that. <laughs> yeah. The other thing about Leap Day is you would think you have this whole extra day. And so that's like a whole extra day that's contributing to the economy. You would think that'd be a good thing, right? Like, like that obviously would give an economic boom every four years. But it's not necessarily that way. Oh. Um, extra An extra day doesn't necessarily equal extra earnings. So like one article, and this was written in 2016, they looked at the S&P 500 for the past 10 leap years or leap days. And they found that it was up on five days and down on five days. So not really super conclusive. But there are also some issues when you look at payroll and things like that. <laughs> we so, were just talking about this before we started recording. <laughs> and so if you are a salary employee, you're not necessarily working for free on February 29th, but you are working for less. So if you make $50,000 a year, 
then that means or that for that year you're going to be making 73 cents less per day well the other thing with salary workers is they're making less per day but they're also having to pay for an extra day of gas to get to work if they drive oh. and so they're having to pay for other expenses as well okay um, even though they're making less for the year or more less per day for the year gotcha but hourly workers do make more and you do get some like membership benefits so if you have a netflix account like they're not going to charge you for an extra day uh, even though amber's argument was that february is already shorter so you're yes. getting short changed anyway well not in the netflix instance but if you're paying rent then you're getting well for because if you're paying a monthly subscription right you're paying this like the same every month right oh that's um, true that's true yep but works um, out for the corporations <laughs> for february but not for leap day because they're getting short changed yes. yeah and so because of all this like weirdness they're like well we could monopolize leap day we have this extra day why not do something with it and so there have been proposals to make february 29th a national holiday because there are a lot of workers who feel like they're working unfairly because they're not getting paid anymore to work an extra day. Right. And they said that it would also add a bigger benefit to a con- to the economy, especially if they added some sort of like special like celebrations or traditions related to it. So there's an episode of 30 Rock called Leap Year or Leap Day. And they have there's like a big celebration. So they have... Uh, Oh, was it, what's his name? Leap Day Williams, I think. <laughs> and he's like, it's like, everybody's like wearing like yellow and blue and there's like festivities everywhere. It's like this concept of like, you can do anything on Leap Day. Um, it kind of makes me think of, um, what's that movie where you can commit any crime? Um, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what it's called though. Oh, I Purge. The Purge. Yeah. yeah. But this isn't, they, they weren't talking about bad things on 30 Rock. <laughs> but it was more like, uh, so like the guy who runs the company in the show, Jack Donaghy, like him and his friends, they like have a challenge to see who can make the most money on Leap Day um, for their businesses so they can have bigger gains. There's uh, one character, um, Tracy Jordan. And if you've ever watched the show, he's like an entertainer and he's, not always the best decision maker (laughs) and apparently at some point he had accepted gift cards to benihana as a payment for something he had done and so he had like fifty thousand dollars in benihana (laughs) gift cards but they expired on march 1st and because it was leap day he had one day to he he was able to use it and so they're like trying to eat fifty thousand dollars worth of benihana (laughs) What is what is Benihana? It's like one of those uh, like Japanese restaurants where they like cook in front of you. Oh, okay. Which I'm tracking. For twenty dollars, you get more food than you can eat. Like I don't know, <laughs> it's a lot of food. Um, but yeah, so like, but making something where it was more celebrated might bring in more money for the economy. And some of that gets even more complicated when you start talking about there's such a thing as leap seconds in today's today's society like we have the gregorian calendar but like what sets your time on like your phone or your smartwatch or your computer is all measured by atomic time and atomic time is a complicated it's not really complicated but it's defined it defines a second as exactly nine trillion one hundred and ninety two million six hundred and thirty one thousand seven hundred and seventy oscillations 
of a cesium-133 atom. So when I say complicated, that's what I mean. Like, What does that mean in English? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's more reliable than just looking strictly at solar time because there are things that can affect the speed of Earth's rotation, including large weather patterns. Um, as somebody, one of the articles I talked about, they talk about how like the Earth sometimes, you know, just wobbles. So it's not <laughs> always super consistent, but atomic time is. But every now and then... The atomic time and the solar time get just slightly out of alignment, and they have to add in what's called a leap second. Um, actually, in June of 2015, they had to add one, and especially when you're start talking about like coding and like things like that, if you don't get everything timed just right or done just right, it can have significant um, <laughs> impacts. So my coworker, like this last week, was telling me a story about how his uh, counterpart brought in um, a clock into the office, and it's either atomic or solar, one of the two, one of the, like one of the clocks that automatically sets itself. And he said every day at two o'clock, the clock just wigs out, and you don't actually know what time it is. So it just like spins a lot, and then it like there was one day where he thought it was like four o'clock in the afternoon when it was still two o'clock, and he got all excited and he was getting ready to leave. <laughs> So he's like, we have this really high-tech thing, but for, like, this short period in the day, it's not accurate at all. So I don't know if that's – I don't know how accurate that is or what kind of clock it is. Like, is it solar or is know. it atomic? But I was like, oh. Or maybe it's just broken. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, they said it was, like, like cutting-edge technology or something. Like, it was hmm. real special. I, I kind of want to see it for myself. So maybe 2 o'clock tomorrow I'll go see my coworker's clock. <laughs> Yeah, and so things like that, like, we don't think about how all those things play into our technology. So Microsoft actually published an article a few years ago talking about it was a leap, how to prepare for leap year. And he said, because for software developers, leap year can pose particular challenges. And they said, is your code ready for leap year? Oh. Um, because... If your coding is off and doesn't account for that, then it, you can have the off by one issue, especially when it comes to date range inquiries, which made me want to, like, go to, like, have you ever, like, been on, like, an events page and you, like, pick the dates you want to, like, 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 what's going on in Savannah from this date to this date? Like, well, they have the 29th on there. Oh. Um, you can also have the potential for exceptions and crashes. Um, and it's not just the 29th that's affected, but also December 31st. And the reason why is because most systems are coded for 365 days, and all of a sudden you have 366 days. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so some examples of where this has caused an issue was in 2012, uh, the TomTom GPS navigation system had a bug and failed to identify users' locations, and it was due to a bug in the coding for uh, Leap Day. <laughs> In 2010, a PlayStation net network had an outage because their code misidentified 2010 as a leap year, even though it wasn't. Oh. So they had the wrong year as a leap year. Oh. Um, but probably the biggest, but probably <clears throat> less known, is in 1996, a leap year bug caused process control systems at an aluminum smelting plant in New Zealand to shut down at midnight on December 31st. Oh, no. Because it was the 
366th day, and it resulted in millions of dollars in damage to the equipment because all of a sudden the temperatures were unregulated for molten metal. So there's one more complication to that. So there's three different types of years um, that we kind of acknowledge, and one is a tropical year, one is a common year, and the third is leap year. So a tropical year is roughly 365 days, as we mentioned, with the mm-hmm. 0.24. A common year is 365 days, and a leap year is 366 days. However, there's a little bit of variation. Now, a tropical year can also be a solar year, so those can be like interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Um, a tropical year can vary by up to half an hour every single year. So much so that 2032 is going to be a longer year than other years. And 2027 is going to be shorter than like than other years. So just a little, little tidbit. Yeah. What we learned is calendars and time are weird and complicated. <laughs> we were thinking this was going to be an easy episode. And then we're it like. It was easy, but. Um, it definitely got a little bit complicated. We were like doing our outline. We're like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. And I went on a website to see um, like what. So if we didn't have leap year, what would today's date be? And without leap year, today would be June 14th, 2021. So we'd be like a <laughs> full year and a half ahead, which is kind of crazy. crazy. <laughs> um, not to mention today's like one of the, or it's been like cooler. We finally got some cold weather in Savannah. So it being June and cold would be. I would love for June to feel like this a no. little bit. I mean, in June, I would like for it to feel like this. No. <laughs> Once it's hot and humid. (laughs) So with your leap day, take advantage of it. Maybe do something you wouldn't normally do or something you've always wanted to do. Spend that time doing something. I think it's on a Saturday this year. So hopefully. We um, should make a societal, that was hard to say. We should make a societal tradition to stimulate the economy. Yes. With leap day. Or just (laughs) even just do something just do something you enjoy. Take advantage of it. Don't just do the same old, same old if you can't, if you don't have to. Um, because as Tracy Jordan on 30 Rock said, nothing's impossible on leap day. <laughs> but, um, oh, also look out for deals because apparently the last leap year we had, a bunch of companies did like 29% off of a bunch of stuff. So look for some leap day deals. Yeah. Stimulate the economy Stimulate that way. Stimulate the economy. <laughs> Uh, but I think that's all we have for you today. Um, Leaplings. <laughs> if you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook at Why Blank Matters and on Instagram and Twitter. At why underscore underscore matters. And uh, leave us a review and uh, we will see you again next week. See ya.